Hey, you guys, we're excited to announce new merch. Go to stonerchickspodcast.com and check out the merch tab to see all of these new hats and mugs that we've got. The mugs say smoke your weed on one side and have a nice little leaf design and they say Stoner Chicks Podcast on the other. And there's beanies that say SYW, you know, we know, smoke your weed. Check it out. There's all different colors. It's going to be a great time. We just wanted to get cozy with you. Some of them have pom-poms. They're going to be really cozy, very fashionable. Stoner chickspodcast.com merch Hello, welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. It is still Libra season and I'm Kayla Teal. And I am clueless cancer Stephanie Thompson. I just had my birthday, Grace Penzel. And I'm airhead Aries Phoebe Richards. (laughs) (laughs) And do you know what? This airhead is gonna hit her bong. Hit that bong. Guess what Phoebe and I did all day today. What today? Today. We we hit that bong. But <laughs> starting our morning off early in the morning, I got to Phoebe's house at like 740. Uh, we went a.m. a.m. What? We did aqua size together. Oh, my gosh. I'm so jealous. You don't know what aqua size is, Grace? Water fitness. Like where oh. you're in. It's like aqua, like it's jazzercise in the water. How was it? It was amazing. We've actually done this. This is the second time. Together. I've done it on my own a few other times, too. I, this is the only second time I've done it. But it's the same, the same gentleman who runs it. And this time, he decided to kind of single me out during the most <laughs> aerobic part. The truly hardest part where I was like, wow, am I out of shape? <laughs> it's literally all people over 70 and I was dying in this one part. <laughs> me too. And he kept going, he was like, he swam up to me and he was like, what's your name? And I was like, it's Stephanie. And I'm like trying to like jog real quick in the water. Um, <laughs> Stephanie is jo- doing jogging motions. <laughs> describes this. Well, and you were standing right at the depth, so it was just the perfect amount of your boobs were just bouncing up out of the water. (laughs) It was hot. Okay. (laughs) I was trying to kind of spread my legs and like get lower down anyway. (laughs) So your boobs wouldn't flop as much? (laughs) It wouldn't flop out as much, but they're, they have, they like to do what they like to do. So if they're going to flop, they're going to flop. There was a lady there in a flowered swim cap and me and Steph are going to find matching ones to buy and wear. Yeah, we're going to. Oh, my God. We have to. Wait, can can I come? You guys know that I've started swimming again recently, right? Mm-hmm. You want to come do some aqua size? Assuming I can bring two guests to my gym, which I think I can. Yes. Actually, one of another older lady next to me, I was we were doing a different exercise and she looks at me and she goes, it helps if you breathe out on the down, honey. Oh, that's nice. Okay, so so that's cute. That's what I was wondering. Is this pool fitness class mostly older demographic? Correct. Yes. True. False. I mean, true. Sounds so fun. 
Did it you guys smoke really weed fun. before you went? Or no, we didn't after. I think I might have been. I bet. No, it would have been fun smoking weed a little before. But we did a lot after. And then we did art art cards that What's listeners, cards? if you sign up to Patreon, you could get your own personalized art card that comes. <laughs> I just like call a- them handmade cards. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we made cards and then Steph wrote fun high thoughts on the inside of each one. Oh, nice. And then, yeah, if you join Patreon, I will write a personal message and mail it to you with stickers. Uh, Patreon.com slash donor chicks. Yeah. Correct. And there's also episodes on there and fun little hijinks we get up to over there. So check it out. I started going to a pool in North Seattle and... There was a woman in the slow lane with me. She had stopped at the wall and she was like, go ahead, go ahead. I had caught up to her and it was only the second time I was there. And and she said, I haven't seen you. I said, oh, it's only my second time. It feels so good to swim. And she said, everyone's so nice here. All of the 80-year-old women will ask you about your day. And so definitely like while I was getting ready, I was like, too shy to say to ever anything to anyone, but I think over time I might end up d- engaging in locker room talk with some of the older women mm. <laughs> as we continue. My only exercise has been Zumba classes. There's like two ladies, 70 and up, and they are the like most involved people in the class. The other night they brought margaritas to Zumba. What? <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Wait, what? (laughs) The only two people over 70 are these two ladies. And they had margaritas. They were like partying at Zumba. I was like, wow, I can't. They're making me like excited to get older. Yeah. I feel like that's when you're just like, fuck it. I'm going to get drunk at Zumba. I don't care. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. The people, because I have worked at a senior residential community and there... Everyone was having so much fun. Happy hours all the time. We would have to cut people off. I mean, people are like (laughs) living it up. And my mom was just visiting. She's in her 70s. She retired. And I feel like every time I call her, she's like, well, I'm doing this. And then tomorrow I'm going to see my friend in Placitas. And the next day I'm having my Scrabble ladies over and we're having quiche. And this day I'm going to visit this person at the dog park. And yeah, I can't wait for retirement, honestly. I hope we all live near each other at that age. Well, we can go visit Steph in the woods. No, I'm going to build a stoner-friendly retirement community in the woods where everyone drives golf carts around, but instead of like golf courses and wood shop and stuff, maybe there'll still be a wood shop because I do like that, but there'd be like little streams and toads. Fuck yeah. Phoebe laughed at my toads. <laughs> I just couldn't, I don't know where we, how we got there. Instead (laughs) of a golf course, there's just toads everywhere. I feel like they'll just be getting (laughs) run over by the golf carts all the time. (laughs) Oh, there goes another one. Oh, there you go. I got to scrape the dead toads off golf cart wheels. (laughs) So fun visiting Stephanie out here. (laughs) I'm too old for this shit. That's me. (laughs) me. You don't have to visit me at Dead Toad Road. Dead Toad Road. Oh, I love it. Ooh, I would go if it's called that. If it's called Dead Toad Road, 420 Dead Toad Road. Yeah. That's the address. That's the physical That's the address. address. Yeah. Even though there's, you're the only road, you're the only house on the yeah, road. Yeah, it'd be 420 Dead Toad Road. 420. 420 Dead Toad Road. 
Yeah. Kayla's dying. (laughs) (laughs) So it's the week before-ish Halloween, and it's definitely when this comes out. It's the day after Grace's birthday when this is recorded. It's been a rainy week here in Seattle, and I have been getting cozy and watching a lot of television. Yes, that's right, because today is a new edition of Stoner Movie TV Book Club. (laughs) TV. (laughs) That's right. So as you know, if you listen the last couple weeks, we watched the first five episodes of an eight-episode series of Survival of the Thickest, which is a Netflix and A24 production. It is an adaptation of Michelle Buteau's memoir of the same name, which is a collection of essays. And we can't wait to talk about it. If you've listened to Stoner Chicks podcast, you know that we're huge fans of Michelle Buteau and that she is one of our top stoner chicks, has talked about getting high and going to museums. She's a hilarious stand-up comic. She's also a writer. And I wanted to talk about this show anyway, but then we got a suggestion from one of our listeners, Jamie. Shout out, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. We love you. Hi, Jamie. To check it out because she smokes weed in it and we had to explore. So the show Survival of the Thickest follows Michelle Buteau's character, Mavis Beaumont, (laughs) who is a 38-year-old stylist living in New York City, who in the first episode goes through a horrible breakup from a long-term relationship after getting cheated on. I think if it's in the pilot, it's fair game to say in the summary. Yes. She lives in New York. She has two best friends played by Tone Bell and Tasha Smith, who are fantastic. And it's kind of just about her life being 38 and having to move out of a long time living situation and figure out kind of who she is being single again. So anyway, I want to hear what you guys think. The only things I want to say up top is this show was co-created by Michelle Buteau and Danielle Sanchez-Witzel, who also created New Girl and the Carmichael show. So she was the showrunner for this one. And she also, relevantly, as the WGA strike is coming to a close, is on the negotiating committee for WGA West. Hell yeah. So she's been very active in the strike. Oh my God. It is so fucking good. I haven't watched anything this good in a while. Oh. A good new thing. I loved it. I find Michelle Buteau to be super charming. But I was very surprised that I found her, the characters, her friends in the show, Khalil and Marley, to be almost more charming. And so I really enjoyed seeing their side quests in the show. Also, there I have actually took notes. I never take (laughs) notes because I'm an ADD weirdo and like have an attention span of a flea. But I actually took (laughs) notes. So and then I just want to say off the top, because, you know, me and being obsessed with the drag queen universe, Peppermint is featured from RuPaul's Drag Race. And she 
is amazing. So I just wanted to shout that out as well. What season is she from? Oh, don't ask me that. Season. <laughs> don't, don't ask that. Season like 13, maybe, maybe 11. I don't know. Two. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one of the more recent seasons. By recent seasons, I think in the double digits, but I'm not sure which one. Okay. And then freaking Michelle Visage yes. is also a role in an episode or two. Michelle Visage is in it. Peppermint's in it. It's great on LGBTQ representation. There's some like solid queer plot lines going on underneath the whole thing. Lisa Traeger plays her weird, crazy n- roommate that she moves in with. Um, if I'm not familiar know, with her. I have... I've seen her do stand-up. I was like, why do I know her? And I eventually figured out I've seen her at Largo before. Yeah, She's yeah. Freaking hilarious. She's really funny and perfect for the like weird, artsy, white person roommate for <laughs> Michelle Buteau. Yes. Yeah. She named her cat Cocaine, cocaine. Escobar or something. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorites. Excavier. I liked cocaine. It was a funny thing. Phoebe, what did you think? I enjoyed it a lot. I, yeah, it was very refreshing in so many ways. I watched a few more than the five. I didn't quite get through it and I'm excited to. And I, fingers are crossed that the second season is going to happen. I agree with Stephanie in a way I almost liked, I don't know if I liked her friends, found them more charming, but I did. They were some of my favorite characters. I think for me, it was a slightly slow burn. The first like two or three episodes was a little hit or miss for me, but I think that's pretty normal with shows, sitcoms, comedies, same thing. I think then once it found itself, I found the fourth and the fifth episode much stronger. And then that made me really into it. This is so interesting because I actually think I might have liked the first three episodes more than I liked the fourth and fifth, but I'm not sure. I want to say overall, I enjoyed it a lot. The pacing in this show is a little strange. It's a little bit slow. I think because it was translated from essays, some of the writing can feel a little, this is my point that I'm trying to present. Let me tell you what I'm trying to say. So some of it can feel a little slow, a little stilted, but it looks gorgeous. All of the actors are really great. Everyone's really hot. And I think that the stories that it's telling are really fun. So even though it's not necessarily the most like exciting, surprising, ooh, what's going to happen next kind of thing, it's still a fun story and it's a good hang. So yeah, should we dive into it? We can kind of go briefly episode by episode, just say some of the favorite things that we liked about it. Yeah, there's a line in the first episode that I immediately wrote down and it was something like it was when she reunites with someone she hasn't seen in a while and she's newly single and there's a flirty vibe and he goes something like, I'm going to get into you like mustard and let's catch up. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that was amazing and I want (laughs) to use that. In the future, nice. sometime. <laughs> the quirky, because hot uh, dog puns, pickup lines. <laughs> yeah. There's some great sex scenes. And I, I watched a couple episodes of Michelle Buteau being interviewed, talking about how there's just not enough 
sex scenes in existence with people that aren't in, you know, straight sized bodies, with people in bigger bodies. Like, and that's one thing that I think is great about this show is just like showcasing a variety of bodies and skin colors and ways of being. It's really, really cool in that way. We forgot to mention that Tone Bell, her friend who plays Khalil, the hot art teacher, is Carter, the security guard from Disjointed. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. I, I didn't even make that goddamn connection. I was meaning to oh, text Kayla because I was like, it's your favorite. But I was always watching it like really late at night. And so then I was always like, oh, I, I felt I shouldn't text you at 3 a.m. But you can text me at 3 a.m. anytime because okay. I won't wake up. <laughs> But that is an amazing thing because it, in Disjointed, he's like the guy that I'm like, okay, if this show had a spinoff, like he should be this the This would lead. be the show. And Michelle Buteau is someone for years I've been thinking like, this is a lead character who hasn't had a lead role yet. Like she's been bit parts in so many movies like Call Me By Your Maybe. <laughs> Call Me Maybe? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. What? Yeah. I don't think either of those. <laughs> It's every call, no. It's like call me be your maybe. <laughs> Always be your maybe. Always be, oh, be my, my maybe. maybe. <laughs> uh, always be my maybe. Okay, Jesus Christ. I won't keep trying to list movie titles, but well, we can get back to the episodes. We were gonna go through each one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry. Okay, what else from the first episode? Does she only smoke in the fifth episode? No, no, she smokes no. in like the third, I think. In a park, yeah, with her friend. They do the 5K bong run. They say oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. They smoke before they exercise. Which yeah. I love. But not in the first episode, which I thought is what we were talking about. <laughs> Keep me on track. My ADD is trying. Can, I, can I say that there was one weed episode in the, I think, one weed reference in the first episode. Or the second, maybe, but they made a reference. To, <laughs> they made a reference to Whoopi Goldberg being high on the View all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that was the second. That was the first time weed is brought up. <laughs> okay, Phoebe's just shaking her head now. Go ahead, <laughs> Phoebe. Will you talk about the first episode? Well, I was. Just, I mean, I was. My favorite thing where we mentioned was Cocaine the Cat. Her meeting her roommate. I think the roommate's very funny. I was. Like that apartment that she moves into seemed so nice. And in the first episode, it was throwing me because I was like, was the joke supposed to be it's a terrible apartment? Yeah. And it is a nice apartment. And they're in New York, right? Yeah. No. For and New actually, York. then Khalil <laughs> Tone's character has a really amazing, like, exposed brick artist, yeah. like, conversion Lost. warehouse kind of space <laughs> thing. And I'm like, that is in every almost so many like movies and tv shows if you live in new york city you like you meet some arty guy who lives in a space like that yeah it does make him hotter somehow it does no i want to her room that doesn't have a real door and opens right into the living room is very like yeah relatable and not ideal no not ideal I think the first episode, what was clunky for me is I think Michelle is so charming and I love watching her, but some of the, I don't know if some of the emotional range is Mm -hmm. there. She's a little bit one note. That sounds so mean because one note's harsher than I mean. And so I think just with her having the heavy breakup, there's sort of a like lightness to it all that I was just a little, it was just a little clunky to me, like that it felt like maybe it was supposed to be a little more of an emotional journey 
Sure. I mean, it's her first big thing that I'm aware of. Maybe yeah. she hasn't had the opportunity to do that. And we'll get to see yeah. her grow as an actor as the series goes on. Yeah. And I felt as it settled in more, I, I got more into the vibe and I felt it wasn't as much of a issue. But I felt a little disconnected from the affair and her losing her job and then getting this apartment. It all just sort of seemed like it was happening. Some of her line reads feel like line reads. Yeah. That is something I'll say. But I still love her. There's still charm to the Yeah, she has thing. total star quality. So it's, yeah. What about episode two? <laughs> well, it's episode two where you meet her friends. Do you have the t- title? I can't oh, remember. Yeah, Be a bad boss, bitch, bitch. <laughs> oh, episode two <laughs> is where she gets the chance to dress the famous supermodel yeah. played by Garcelle Beauvais playing Natasha Karina. Uh, who she like convinces to wear this incredible dress. And then it turns out she's wearing it to her ex, her ex's funeral mm-hmm. to make a scene. And uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty great. Yeah. And then there, we have this whole subplot with Tone Bell's character, Khalil, where he he's like a flanderer. He's the sort of Don Giovanni of the whole thing. And he doesn't have a couch because he doesn't want a woman to get comfortable and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But he has a crush on his art student and they're, they start hooking up and it's very, very hot. She is very, very hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to get too excited on the pod, but everyone in the show's hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of anyone who is unattractive. Well, we don't need to do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> name? Who's the... Uh, there gotta be someone unattractive. Let's call them. No, out. there isn't. No, everyone's beautiful. And then episode three is what <laughs> you did what in public, bitch? <laughs> oh my gosh. Is this the episode where her friend goes to see her therapist and talks about her experience in the locker room? No, that's episode five. No, that's not episode five. I don't know then. I think it's four, but. We're just naming episode numbers. <laughs> if I had known we were going to do this, I would have paid more attention. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I think we're going to re-strategize. <laughs> we hope we keep all of this in. <laughs> yeah. We were going to re-strategize, but in the meantime, we need a smoke break. So, yeah, ladies, we're going to smoke a bunch more weed and re-strategize. So hop on down to 420 Dead Toad Road and take a smoke break. We'll see you in a minute. Welcome back from your smoke break, stoners. Phoebe just blew a huge cloud, a huge, a huge cloud. She's shocked by how big the cloud was. <laughs> she looked so surprised. I thought that was going to hurt really bad, and it doesn't. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Applause. Clap. We'll have a little clap for that. Thank you. So as promised, we've re-strategized. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we decided it was taking too long, so we're scrapping going episode by episode, and we're going to cut straight to the chase. There's a couple times where Mavis smokes weed, with others in this film and then also by herself. No, not film. Okay, we all also got high during the smoke break. So that's the next update. But 
how did we feel about the way that weed was portrayed in Survival of the Thickest? Loved it. I especially loved it since we're now skipping around. In episode five, they have an encounter with like shitty white lady who basically threatens to call the police. And it's a bit of an intense episode at times, but they all sort of, the whole group of friends are there and they're kind of thrown by it. And I really like that they like, what kind of get, helps get them out of it is they all go and smoke weed together and yeah. then they're able to sort of like still have like a heavy conversation, but they're not like fighting with each other or just like in like a dark place. They're able to kind of open their mind and like yeah, be together dealing with it. Yeah, and that was one of my... I liked all of the other weed treatment too, but that I just liked that as a way because it kind of is like a medication in a way. We, I mean, not kind of. It's a form of medication like when you're spiraling or really upset, something to just sort of like bring you back and make you able to look at a situation and not just panic. Yeah. It can really help you process feelings and Mm -hmm. trauma. And it was such a good portrait of like, he's Khalil's characters in a pretty new relationship. He's learning how to communicate with this woman who's his partner and they have their first kind of misunderstanding in the midst of this high adrenaline situation. And Michelle Buteau whips out her vape pen and they're all able to like, just take that big breath that we always talk about. That's kind of that step back of perspective to kind of just be like, okay, where are these feelings coming from? And I really like that. I also liked that then she like, She's like, I need to be by myself and like goes up to the garden and like keeps hitting the vape pen. And she starts to process her own like childhood trauma and her relationship with her parents. Like, yeah, like, by talking <laughs> to a carrot like it's a phone. Yes, <laughs> that made me laugh really hard. She gets so high that she thinks she's calling her mom. It's just her talking on a carrot. <laughs> Wait, as the viewers, are we supposed to think she's actually talking to her mom? And then, yeah. like, are we yeah. seeing? I didn't think it was a phone. I was like, she's clearly not. But yeah, she's clearly talking to a carrot. It's obviously a carrot. Yeah. I don't know. It was sweet. What did you think, Steph? I love the portrayal. I kind of parrot everything you guys say. Should I give it my bong rating? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I just want to shout out Michelle Buteau's character, Mavis's obsession with Japanese toilets. Oh, yeah. Because Mm -hmm. I also have a Japanese. I don't have a Japanese. I just have a bidet. But I wish I had a Japanese toilet. Anyway. I'm a bidet household, too. Yeah. There's a scene where her ex is like trying to win her back or whatever. And he's like, don't you miss me? And she goes, yeah, I've been longing for my Japanese toilet for months. You don't know how bad it is or something along those lines. Just like. I felt that in my little heart <laughs> and I fucking loved it. And if I was to give a bong rating, I agree with almost everything you guys said. There are, mo- it kind of lags in moments and there's, I think there are places where it could be a little bit better, but overall I really enjoyed watching it. So I think I'm going to give it a 4.2 bong ratings. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. 4.20. Kayla? I think I'm going to give it a 4.8. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Any last shout outs about it? I want to shout out the studio, A24. They were also in the writer's strike, played a 
pivotal role in that they were the first studio to accept the demands of all the unions. Mm -hmm. They were, it was like, okay, everybody's on strike. What's going to happen? None of the fucking rich corporations, streaming studios budged for, like they were trying to starve people out and do really fucked up shit. And A24 was just like, we'll accept your demands. Promote our shit. Well, yeah, we'll pay you. Keep, let let us keep making movies. It makes fucking sense. We're a smaller studio. We don't have as much money as these corporations, but we will do what you want because it's possible. And if it's possible for us, it's possible for fucking Amazon or Hulu or Netflix or HBO. And they value artists. They value artists, obviously. What about the shareholders? The poor, poor shareholders. But I mean, I think A24, I mean, this show is the perfect example, the kinds of stories that are being told. They're what we've been complaining about all summer of all the movies we've written is all of them written by cis white men. And there's nary a one credited for writing or directing on this show. And that really counts towards something when you are looking at the final product and just the fucking vibes are immaculate. Yeah. And Michelle Buteau made it about her memoir. Like she was the head writer or she was the writer. She was the creator. She was the executive producer. Mm -hmm. Like they let her really have control over it, obviously. And that's why it's so fucking good. A woman of color, first generation American, like United States citizen. Like it's really older. This isn't a show about people in their 20s. It's not a show about teens. So anyway, it's really cool. Yeah, so many reasons it's good. Yeah, so many reasons it's good. I'm going to give it a solid four. I think it lagged for me in places. I'm not 100% on the writing. I'm not 100% on the directing, like pacing of the editing. But overall, I enjoyed myself watching it. And Phoebe? Yeah, I guess I'm a harsh critic because I sentiment. (laughs) (laughs) What? I echo, I sentiment, (laughs) uh, everything Grace said pretty much a little bit at times. It took me a little while to get into it. Some of it felt chunky. As I've said over and over, I'm going to give it a 3.8. Nice. That's that's still very high. But I will watch season two. I'm going to finish season one. I would watch season two and hopefully it'll happen. I know she has said she will only do it if writers are being paid fairly. So yeah. And honestly, like, Go watch it or like let it play in the background of whatever you're doing if you don't want to watch it. But like give this show viewings if only to prove that like these stories need to be told that are just not like fucking us as white women stories. There needs to be other stories. So (laughs) this is important. (laughs) Well, Phoebe, they might have gotten a head start on writing and producing season two because SAG-AFTRA and the WGA were like, yeah, you guys can work on it. 24 projects. No, it's because it's Netflix. Yeah, it's Netflix. I saw, I read a little bit about it when I was doing research and this is paused. Like they asked her about season two and she was like, for now, we're going to see how it goes with these strikes. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for watching with us listeners. If you have an idea for a stoner movie TV book club, send us an email at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. And guess what, y'all? I saw something while I was high. <gasps> you did? No. While yeah. you were high? Yeah. Things I saw while I, while I was, was high. high. Things she saw while she was high.
I don't think I've done one of these since I went to Vegas and saw the fountain. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, your fountain. <laughs> I went to a roller derby bout. What? Yeah. A really like high quality, like very cool roller derby bout. It was the LA Derby Dolls. Is about what they call a match or like a... Yes. And it was a uh, like... It's a banked track, so it's like the kind that's like slanted. Like Seattle didn't have any banked track roller derby teams. They were all flat. And this one's like oh. where it's raised up on a big angle. And when they're skating, they're kind of like using centripetal force a little bit to go Whoa, around. Cool. And they go so fucking fast. <gasps> and they're padded up, helmet, like all the pads. And it's like pretty much tackle. Oh, <laughs> what? Can you explain roller derby? Yeah. So there's two teams. Oh, man, I brought up the teams I saw. <laughs> well, you were high. Mm-hmm. I saw Fight Crew versus Varsity Brawlers in the Derby Dolls League. So there's two teams, purple and red. They're going around the track. There's one player at a time who are, I can't remember the name of the position at this moment. I'm very high. <laughs> <laughs> They go around the court all kind of like the golden snitch or like the fucking the position where everyone's after you. Kayla took an edible and it's <laughs> it's really kicked in. This is wonderful. This is sorry. So on their helmet is a big star and then they are going around and everyone's trying to stop them from passing them. So like the, the little snitch will go through the crowd of roller skaters And everyone's trying to check her into the wall. Everyone's trying to, like, tackle her. And everyone's on fucking roller skates, if I didn't make that clear. So they're skating through everybody. And if they get past everyone, they go around, they do a lap. And then anyone that they pass on their second first lap around is points. Oh, jammer. I just looked it up. Thank you, the jammer, not the snitch. (laughs) But I like that. Yeah. (laughs) The golden snitch. snitch. Yes. So have you guys ever seen the movie about roller derby? Yes. What's it? It's called. The one with Elliot Page. Whip it. So the writer of that movie was a member of the L.A. Derby Dolls. Ooh. Oh, wow. And I'm pretty sure they shot that movie on the Derby Dolls track. So I walk in. I'm so high. (laughs) And they have a disco ball in the middle of the rink. Uh, That has a name, too. The Pitch. (laughs) Um, And it's a big disco roller skate that is just like You loved it. Oh, my God. I loved it. I fucking loved it. And you're in the bleachers with people and everyone's like fucking slamming their legs down on the ground. And it's just intense. When I first got in there, I was like, I could derby. Because I've considered yeah. it because I learned how to skate. So now it's like, that's a thing I could do with that skill. Aww. I don't but want I, you getting thrown around like that, Kayla. I know. I know. Dude, the injuries are really bad. So like yeah. I told yeah. someone like, because when I was learning to roller skate, so many people were like, are you going to do derby? Are you going to do derby? And I was like, I don't think so. I don't know. And they were like, you should do it. My cousin did derby. It was so fucking cool. She broke her back, but... Um, <laughs> Jesus. Like, that was oh kind of something that someone said to me. So I was like, hell no. Maybe I'll be, like, the ball girl. Or the Ooh, water girl. You could just you know wear a I mean? cute little outfit. Oh, yeah. On skates and, like, yeah. roll around water to people. Exactly. <laughs> so I want to be involved, but I don't want to play. Because it's... The injuries are so bad. 
Yeah. They're bad. I And without consistent health insurance in this country, it's not something you should think about. <laughs> but I do have a question for you, Kayla. What more important than anything, what would be your derby name, your roller derby mm. name? There's always like cool names. Oh, man. I think I, well, while I was high, was writing that down in a note in my phone. So let me see. <laughs> okay, this is the one I came up with. Sabrina Sabotage. Ooh. What do you think of that? I, think it like I love a five. that. What if <laughs> okay. what if it's like Sabrina the teenage bitch? Oh, <laughs> oh, maybe not. Oh, Phoebe hated it. <laughs> I liked it. No, that's a strong statement. Yeah. It, well, I don't know. It's I found a roller derby name generator. Should we each get one? Yes. <laughs> do we get to put any info in? Oh, oh, I guess not. Oh, well. hold on. Oh, here's one. What's your derby name? This is a meme off of Facebook. Oh, okay. perfect. Um, then it's going to okay. be really good. So birth month. March. Okay. So Phoebe. And then third letter of last name. C. Okay. Yours would be diabolical corporal. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's, Sabrina sabotage. Let's sound pretty good now, huh? Okay. Stephanie, yours... July, July and the and third letter letter of my last name, mm-hmm. yeah, is O. Yours would be Wicked Gasket. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? Right. Gasket. I always think that my name would be. Oh, I think this is maybe like a car derby. Oh, <laughs> oh. like drag racing. Yeah, like something. drag racing. I always thought my name would be Fanny something. Like I'd be like Fanny Flame or. Ooh, Ooh, I that's like great. Fanny Flame. That's all you need. Yeah. It's like, it's funny too because it's sexy or it's farts. Or it's farts. <laughs> and I would absolutely sew in a, like, a little flame patch to my butt as I'm rolling around. Yeah. Like it was like a little, you know how there's flames out of jet engines? I'd make it look yes. like that. I love that. You should put them on your skates. Yeah. <laughs> like spurs. I found a different one. Phoebe, yours would be little Pulverizer. <laughs> I love that. Okay, I'll be a little pulverizer. But then because the last digit of both of our birth years is one, I would be toxic pulverizer. Oh, damn. <laughs> and uh, Kayla, you would be wild terror. <laughs> <laughs> and Steph, you would be... What year were you born? 84. Wicked Rocket. Oh, I am a Wicked Rocket. Wicked Racket. The You're wicked like racket. Boston themed. Boston <laughs> yeah. themed. Wicked Racket over here. <laughs> well, Kayla, thanks for sharing that story. Yeah, You're welcome. You, Kayla. Do you have any favorites? Favorite what? <laughs> Rollers. Oh, like players? Yeah. yeah. I definitely had favorites by the end, and I feel like I was being drawn to like the people I thought were hot. Mm. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. It's very on brand for you. Naturally. Happy Libra season. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry, you got two Libras on you. I think maybe I might want to become a ref. (gasps) Oh, sexy. I think think that would be a really fun way to be involved. Roller derby ref, Kayla. That would be Sabrina. What is it? Sabotage. Sabotage. But you know what? I think I'm just going to make mine Dead Toad Road. (laughs) Dead (laughs) Toad (laughs) Road. Very nice. And you look great in zebra print or zebra colors. When I come to L.A., Mm. I want to go to a roller derby. 
match with or jam. No, what's it called? Bout. 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 About to derby. <laughs> yeah, if any of you come down here, if we ever did like a Stoner Chicks retreat in Palm Springs or something, we should head into the amazing. city to go see some roller derby. <laughs> Sounds good. That's a plan. Well, I think that's the end of our episode. <gasps> I know. We hope you enjoyed this rather stoned recording. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're like, oh, I'm sad that I'm, I'm going to miss these four. Well, there's a <laughs> lot of ways you can keep up with us. You can check out our social media. There's Instagram where we are Stoner Chicks Podcast. There's fun stuff there. You can go to TikTok and we're Broccoli Broads and we might make you laugh there. You can also just go to our website, stonerchickspodcast.com. You can buy some merch if you want. You can find out about upcoming shows. You can sign up for our email list. You also could just email us at stonerchickspodcast at gmail. Like Grace said earlier, you should give some suggestions for Stoner Movie Book Club because next year we're going to be watching your suggestions. And Stephanie's always looking for high thoughts. So email her that or send us... What? Just kidding. Oh, no. no. I was making a joke. Sorry. And it didn't work. So that weirdly... What'd you say, but? I said, what? <laughs> oh. But you only like you just say, but. but. <laughs> if you want to write some snail mail, that's P.O. Box 80586, <laughs> Seattle, Washington, zip code 98108. You know what else we love is when you rate and review on Apple or Spotify and you give us five stars. And if you write a five-star review, like write out words on apple we will read those on our podcast i just once said bong in a rating once (laughs) if you really scroll back stephanie yeah what do stoner chicks always say come smoke with weed with me down a 420 dead toad road (laughs) we'll have a lot of toads no golf courses (laughs) (laughs) lots of toads no golf courses we love you. Smoke Bye. Your weed, smoke your weed. Bye. Bye.